Hey there, my name is Chris Rivers, Connect Team Advisor for Grace Church. The goal of these brief conversations is to help encourage Grace Church volunteers to create a welcoming environment and connect people to the mission of our church. Each Wednesday, we share stories, weekly tips, and talk about how serving is such an important part of our discipleship journey. We use this podcast to distribute this so you can subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you prefer so you can be notified with each new episode. Yeah, Chris, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, man, you and I, we met years ago in in the Anderson area, and so it's been fun to now see you be part of the ministry here at Grace. Tell us a little bit about you, which campus you attend, how long you've been here at Grace. Yeah, absolutely. So me and my wife, Kiersey, have been married for going on 10 years, and we have two children, and we're expecting our third. And then we are here at um, the Anderson campus, and Anderson has been home for us for a very long time. I grew up here. I went to Teal Hanna High School, Anderson University. Um, I'm, I'm an Anderson boy, so wow. um, we're thankful to be here and, and get to do ministry here, and same for Kirstie. This is just, this is a home for us. That's great. Well, you have a unique role. You're a campus pastor. Tell us a little bit about um, your journey. Yeah, absolutely. And I am I am new to this role. I've been in ministry for about um, a little over 10 years at another, church, another larger church in the state of South Carolina prior to coming to Grace and got to serve in a couple of different roles um, at that church. And so coming into this role in Anderson as the campus pastor, the big thing that I've just learned and seen already coming into it is we've got such great people at our church and our congregation. It's been a unique thing to see what the Lord's done in, in me and Kirstie's life over the past 10 years in ministry and what we've seen already here in our short time at Grace. We've just recently have moved into a new building. We were uh, loading load out for the first four years of our existence and have just recently come into a permanent building in downtown Anderson, which obviously changes a lot of things, um, yeah. not just with the, um, the number of people coming, but what the entire connect first time experience, entire guest experience looks and feels like for uh, people that are covenant members of our church, but also people that are coming for the first time. So yeah. that has changed a bunch and has changed just the makeup, I would say, of this, our entire Connect team. I think a lot of our Connect volunteers and Connect leaders would say uh, the very same thing. Some things have become much easier, for, for sure, being in a building. A lot of our volunteers and a lot of our leaders would say, man, those were, those were good days when we were doing some portable stuff and we were able to gain some main traction with people in, in different serving roles, but also different experience roles and being um, load in and load out. Well, tell us a little bit about your first time experience at Grace. What, what was that like, that first 11 minute experience? I love talking about our first 11-minute experience. The Anderson campus is legitimately, at the time when we were meeting North Point, was less than a mile from our house. And so we pulled into Grace Anderson. Already, it was just, it was very easy and clear because of the great parking team that we had. They were, it was very clear of knowing exactly where we needed to park, mm-hmm. where um, we needed to park, specifically if we had kids. And as soon as we got out, see Don Hall waving and smiling at me. Now, there's a unique <laughs> thing about Don Hall smiling and waving at me because I've known Don Hall for, I mean, good night, 20, 25 years of wow. um, growing up in Anderson. And so, so to see Don and uh, he waved at us, give us a big hug. Say, hey, it's, cool. it's so good to see you guys here. Yeah. And so that just immediately, for so many reasons, more, more than, than Don could even know, made us feel at ease and made us feel, honestly, Chris, at home. Yeah. Um, they were like, this is a comfortable, relatable face of somebody that we've known for a long time that is just over the top. Uh, loving and caring to let us come in. And so they Don, Don welcomes us in. We're able to very clearly get directed towards where we need to check in our kids. We get to the kids' table, and I remember uh, two people. So one, I remember Cullen Jennings 
was uh, working the first time uh, family's desk for uh, kids, and she was so helpful to get Kirstie and our kids checked in. And then Amanda White, is our, who is our kids' director, was there as well. And Amanda and Kirstie um, have a relationship. They've known each other for, an, for a while. And, and already, every bit of nerves that I'd have, as somebody that had been on staff at a church for a long time, there was a bit of nerves coming to another church, you sure, know, and sure. that was all that was all put to bed very soon within this first 11 minutes. I can remember by the time I sat down, I had probably talked to 10 people, yeah. whether it was staff or volunteers, Mark Moody. I mean, all these people were coming up and able to engage and talk with them. By the time I sat down, I already felt like I, I want to come back. And here's the kind of last 11 minutes that I'll share as well. As we were leaving, we got the kids. The check-in process was very easy, and, and um, we lingered around and talked to some people. When we got into the car, I turned and asked Kirstie, my wife, I said, Kira, what did you think about it? And she said, Stephen, I don't know how to say this or, like, what this even means, but weirdly enough, we were just in an elementary school doing church portable, but that felt like home. Wow. And that was for me as a husband. I mean, forget being a pastor, forget being on staff at a sure, church. Sure. Me being a husband, that was a huge thing to hear that my kids loved it. My wife felt loved and, and at home. And of course, I felt the same way by just the experience that we were able to have. I love that. I'm so glad that you had a great experience. I mean, why do you think that serving is such a vital role in our discipleship journey? And I think serving is so vital in our discipleship for a couple of reasons. One, it allows us to get outside of ourselves. I think as individuals and by our nature, we're always going to be selfish instead of selfless. We're going to want to serve ourselves. We're going to want to do things that are easy. We're going to want to do things that are comfortable. And when we are stepping into a serving role, what we are doing by function is we're no longer serving ourselves. We're serving others. And it puts our eyes off of ourselves and onto other people. And that is something that the, the most primary way to what it looks like to become a disciple of Jesus Christ is to not just think about my own needs, not just think about my own wants um, and comforts, but to think about others. So that's the first thing. The second thing I would say is it actually allows us to be in community. I would say all of my um, different stops in ministry that the first place I was able to find some entryways into biblical community was through serving. Even before I was in a group or even before I had really got to really know some people, the first place I was able to get to into some community with people was side by side in serving. And yeah. I'm just a firm believer in that. If you want to take your relationships to a deeper place, one of the best ways to do that, and you know, dare I say, a way to almost accelerate that process is to get involved in serving. And so I just think there's something to it. I mean, if you're out there in 100 degree heat and you're parking and you're sweating, there's just something about that experience with somebody else that's going to be real and authentic and deep and has some depth to it. And so those are the two things I think are just so vital as we grow as disciples of Jesus is that we must be a people that are um, selfless instead of selfish, that we're, we're giving down, we're laying down our lives, we're dying to ourselves for others. And part of that process is that we're in community and doing those things. That's the beautiful thing. We're not doing that by ourselves. We're doing that with other people. Man, that's so good. Thank you for sharing that. I agree and echo those things. You know, each week we share a tip for expecting guests, and I was hoping that you could share a tip with us, but love to hear just a tip for expecting guests that we could all be encouraged to implement. Yeah, of course. So I thought about this a little bit, and my tip is a very simple one, and I hope it's going to be a very practical one for us, and it's this, be expectant. 
And here's what I mean by that. A long time ago, about 50 pounds ago, uh, I used to run college track. And when I ran track in high school and in college, one of the things I recognized was I could not perform well in any way on a race day if I was running the mile and track in the spring. There's no way I could run well if 30 minutes before that race, I was chugging a Coke or eating like a huge bowl of pasta. Or doing something that was not going to get my body ready for that race. Kind of like the Michael J. Scott in the office episode. (laughs) That's exactly right. When he's carbo loading. That's a bad move. And I'll tell you this, Chris, like it even got to the point where I would have to think through what I was doing the day before. Like if I didn't get good sleep like two nights before, I may be tired when I'm actually having like a long distance race, right? So having to think through well before when I have to actually execute and being prepared and being expectant of what's coming is a huge thing in all facets of life. And so I think the same thing can be very applicable to expecting guests as well. Because here's what I would say. When we wake up on Sunday morning, whatever that time is, and a lot of this depends on if you have kids, that could be super early. If you don't have kids, maybe you can sleep in a little bit. But depending on when it is and what it looks like for you in your house, when you're waking up, is the first thing you're doing going to the Lord and spending time with the Lord, even on Sunday morning? And carving out some time to where you're in the word and you're hearing from God even before you go to serve. Or are we, I'm speaking from experience here, right? (laughs) Or are we like, all right, I've I've hit the alarm clock a couple too many times and we're kind of running as fast as we can to get out of the house, make sure everyone's dressed in one piece. And we're kind of just like barely making it to our team huddle or maybe we're five minutes late to team huddle, whatever it looks like. We're just kind of like falling in the door, right? And and here's the deal. That's going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> that's just going to happen. So I want everyone that's listening. I know, listen, that's happened to you before. There's no, don't feel too much guilt in that. That's going to happen. That happens to all of us. But what I'll tell you is this. I'll just invite us to think through it. What do our days serving look like when we're actually able to come in to whatever our role may be, whether it's greeting, parking, guest services, whatever it may be. When we come in and we've actually spent time that morning in the word, even praying for the people that are coming to church that Sunday. Here's what I encourage and challenge. Be expectant on Sunday mornings, not merely, not just to welcome and park and greet and serve our covenant members, our regular attenders, but for the people that are going to come for the first time. There's going to be somebody this Sunday at one of our congregations that's going to show up. They've never been to Grace before, ever. They're me. Um, and my wife, there's coming. They're you, Chris, and, and, and your wife that came for the first time and had your first 11-minute experience. Those people are coming to our church this Sunday. And so are we expectant of them coming? Yeah. And have we thought through, have we prayed through, have we prayed for them? Have we prayed for how we're going to be able to serve them in different capacities? And so I would just say this, Sunday mornings can be some of the most rushed, chaotic times of our entire week. And I would argue, I would push us to not let that be the case. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Maybe it's Saturday night. We need to do some little bit of prep so that Sunday mornings aren't super rushed so that we can spend time um, in the word and prayer and get to our huddles five minutes early yeah. so that we can be, have our mind ready and ready to go. Now, listen, that's a tough thing to do, but it's a thing that I think we do in other parts of life. We've got to make sure we bring that into how we serve as well. Be expectant before you walk into your serving role. Well, I think that's good. And I think practical thing is just letting serving be an extension like who we are. So you are supposed to be at a huddle at 8.30 because service starts at 9.15 or 9 o'clock. Maybe you're really starting to serve at 6 a.m. You have a game plan for what happens when the alarm goes off at 6 a.m. And these are the things that I'm going to accomplish that help me get prepared. 
to be ready to serve. And so I think that's really practical. And I think anybody can do that, whether they're a coach, whether they're uh, just on the team, they're new, or they've been, or they're even a staff member. I mean, I think we could all do that. So, and that's really good. And is there anything else encouraging that you might want to share with our Connect Team volunteers this week? Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing, Chris, is there are few better opportunities in serving to where you get to have such an immediate impact on people that come into our church. Our our Connect Team volunteers are really the face of our church, and that's just the truth of the matter. And this all goes into the idea of the the 11-minute experience. People are going to come into our church this Sunday, and they are going to leave. Some of them, most of them hopefully, will leave knowing what was taught in the sermon or maybe some of the songs that we sang. But one of the things they're going to leave talking about is what you did, Connect Team volunteer. That's just a fact of it. They're going to be talking about, man, that greeter was so kind and nice. And it was, you know, I didn't know so-and-so went to Grace Church, but it was so good to meet them. And that so-and-so is you and you're a Connect Team volunteer. (laughs) And you're just on the front lines of our ministry. And it is such a huge deal. I would even go as far to say it's just the tip of the spear of what we're trying to do and how we are able to serve people that come into our church on a weekly basis. There's so many people's stories that are going to start and already have started. We know this with what their first 11 minutes look like at Grace Church. I would just encourage all of our volunteers, there's going to be days, I know there are days, when you wake up and it has, it's that chaotic Sunday morning, and maybe you don't feel the best, right? And you're thinking to yourself, what does it matter? I'm just a greeter. I'm just a parker. I'm just a whatever, fill in the blank. And I would just tell you, you're not just anything, but you are a part of the body of Christ serving the body of Christ. Mm. And that is a huge deal that brings glory and honor to God and ultimately is going to bring us joy and you joy in serving that way. So I'll just encourage you that what you're doing not only matters, it matters on a eternal level. And so continue to do it. Man, so good. Stories start and connect. That's right. I really appreciate you. Grateful that you're at Anderson. I'm grateful you're helping us do what we've been called to do. So man, thanks for joining us. Is there anything else you'd want to say? No, thanks so much, Chris, for having me. I'm very encouraged by this podcasting. It's a great thing that can equip our volunteers. I look forward to seeing what it does um, in the future. Thanks so much for having me. You bet, man. Well, as we close, I just want to remind you how valuable you are to the Connect team. Together, we are making a huge difference. As we prepare to serve this weekend, remember there is a good chance that a guest might visit your campus. How could you and your team implement what we talked about today to impact their 11-minute experience? Check out the notes for any resources we shared, tools to work through with your team. And if you have any questions about this conversation or want us to discuss a topic in a future conversation, email us at connectteam at gracechurchsc.org. Thanks for helping create a welcoming environment that connects people to the mission of our church.